Hey folks, and welcome to this week's podcast. It's kind of a short one. It's supposed to have two sets of guests, but uh, one of them, Lloyd Price, didn't answer his phone at the scheduled time. I don't know. That's probably not a surprise if you are familiar with Lloyd not showing up the first time he was supposed to be on the show. Uh, no big deal. We still had Mark Newgarden and Paul Karasik on the program. They are the authors of this book, How to Read Nancy, that I've been looking forward to for quite a while. And uh, December 13th at the Society of Illustrators in Manhattan. Uh, they'll be giving a Q&A with a book signing afterwards. If you're a New York area person, you might want to go pick up some copies for Christmas then. Uh, don't forget Norval Felt's coming up. Ronnie Hawkins coming up. Check WFMU.org slash Michael always for the list of upcoming guests. This one's kind of short, uh, but but good and important. Mark Newgarden and Paul Karasik. Uh, happy holidays and I'll talk to you soon. Uh, we've been talking about this Nancy book called How to Read Nancy, the Element of Comics in Three Easy Panels by Paul Karasik and Mark Newgarden. Welcome to the show and good morning, guys. Good morning. Hi there. I couldn't put the book down. And when Mark was on the show a few years ago, we talked about this. I come from a fan of Nancy and Bushmiller from when I was a kid and we got the newspaper every day and uh, that was one of the comics and it was always the first thing I read in the, in the newspaper every day. And when I was, a, I delivered newspapers and I would sit and, uh, you know, the first thing when the truck threw the, the big bunch of newspapers is I would take it out and read Nancy, and then I would go deliver the papers. So I'm a huge fan, and it, this book is a real treat to read. It's sort of part encyclopedia, part history, part biography, uh, part theory, part how-to. It's it's really, really super interesting. And I, I, uh, I hope you make a million dollars, but I'm guessing this was really a labor of love. There's so much work in this, and I would guess if you did make a million dollars, you'd still make very little per hour because it seems like you guys put a lot of time into this. You nailed it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's our experience. When we started doing this book, we thought we were already very familiar with this particular comic strip and we knew a fair amount about Bushmiller. We figured it would take about two years. Well, it's been more like 10 years. <laughs> There's a treasure trove. Was there like an archive that you got to tap into? Well, uh, we've got, we found a couple of loads that we mined, but uh, a lot of the material comes from all over the world. There wasn't any single source of Bushmillernalia. And so that was part of what took so long, was putting, connecting all the dots and finding resources from around the globe and support from people who had material. There's no actual um, hard copy collection of Nancy from beginning to end on the planet Earth does not exist. When he died, what happened to all the stuff? Well, there was a garage sale, an estate sale. <laughs> that we yeah. both attended. But uh, that wasn't everything. And some of it went to um, a neighbor and some of it went to family members. That made our task both easier and harder in some ways. What was for sale at the garage sale? And what did you guys personally buy? I got a desk that uh, quickly fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> Mark picked up some good things. What did you get, Mark? I picked up some artwork. Um, there was not, but there was no Ernie Bushmiller artwork there. Um, I got to sit in his wheelchair, and I um, picked up a pile of um, foreign humor magazines with little check marks next to the gags that he liked, and possibly possibly stole later on. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. That's why cartoonists would have been subscribing to um, 
British humor magazines in the 1930s. Interesting. A, a good way to steal it that no one would find out. I want to point out that you guys are uh, have an event coming up at the Society of Illustrators in Manhattan on December 13th, and folks can uh, go to societyofillustrators.org and... Uh, and, and find information and, and buy tickets to this. Uh, you guys, it's kind of, is it a question and answer? Is it a presentation? What is it? Because unlike radio, you'll be able to actually show visual uh, examples. A chit-chat with our friend Karen Green, who is the comics librarian at Columbia University and also a scholar of medieval art. And uh, she's pretty much up to speed on Ernie Bushmiller. We're going to talk with her. We're going to look at some images. And we're also going to have a surprise guest who is actually one of the few people around who has spoke with Ernie Bushmiller. Interesting. Uh, again, societyofillustrators.org. Uh, somebody called this book, or somewhere in the book it says that it's an autopsy of Bushmiller's genius, which is sort of right. It's kind of a postmortem of of Nancy and Sluggo and Bushmiller, but also sort of comics in general and what makes what makes them work, what, what makes them tick. In the beginning of the book, there's a couple of quotes that, that I thought were interesting because you sort of set up this idea of why is it worth analyzing something so simple, and and I think it's not lost on you two the uh, the 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 strangeness of the dichotomy of the the fact that you're analyzing you know for hundreds of pages a single uh, Nancy comic strip. Okay, so Nancy is only simple at a first glance. It's easy to write it off as. Uh, the uh, hipster distraction, uh, iconic image that was really just kind of camp. But in fact, the closer you take a look at Nancy, and in fact, our book deconstructs a single Nancy comic strip, as you mentioned, uh, isolating the various aspects of comics language. So like many works of art, a deep reading of the text will bear very juicy and rich fruit for people who are trying to understand how comics work. We basically took a um, road trip into the brain of Ernie Bushmiller for 10 years through this one single strip and um, all the way back again. Yeah, you sort of break it down, but it's not so intellectual or so so jargony that just fans can't understand it and and get something out of it also. And that's not the entire book. The beginning of the book sort of sets the stage for all of this. And the end of the book, there's some uh, stuff about where Nancy in culture and also a lot of just comic strips that that are good examples of of different uh, pieces of of what makes gag writing and comic strips uh, sort of work. Uh, This is one strip from August of 1959. When do you guys think his peak was? When was he writing the best strips? That's that's a hard question. I would guess, for me, I'd say ramping up in the late 1940s, hitting the peak somewhere in the mid to late 50s. Uh, I think we're kind of spot on in terms of getting a good one from um, the late 50s here. I, th- I don't know if this is a, a quote from Bushmiller himself, but some, but somewhere in the book it says, you might as well explain how to read a stop sign. Which is kind of- I, I, think that's, that's, I think that's our quote. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of beautiful because... Uh, it's like you said. It's that deceptive uh, simplicity of of, and I don't know. I don't understand where sort of the hipster making fun of Bushmiller thing comes in because for me, I always feel like the gags are so funny every time and so so clean and so well presented that to me, it just hands down, it's so 
such an exemplary strip. I don't understand how it sort of turned into a punchline and then back again. Well, yeah, we're we're trying to aim it back again. Um, maybe maybe the tide runs in both directions here. I'm not so sure. Let's talk about him. The, the book provides some straight biography of him, and then just through the readings of. Uh, the deconstruction of the strip, you get some some other sort of angle on biography also of him. He seems like a pretty straightforward guy, but not a simple guy, if you can be those two things. He was a cartoonist, first and foremost, and pretty much everything after. He took his work extremely seriously. He had a very uh, rigid work schedule. He would do a week of strips, setting drawing boards around his studio, working simultaneously on a week's worth of work. And at the, if he had a few extra days at the end of the week where he had actually finished under deadline, he'd kick back, have a Heineken, put some golf balls around the backyard and have supper with his wife. He was an extremely private man and an extremely disciplined man. He was always thinking about the next week's strips. He had books with notes, with gags for future comic strips. He was a cartoonist. Uh, I want to remind folks, Paul Karasik and Mark Newgarden are our guests this morning. And uh, How to Read Nancy, The Elements of Comics in Three Easy Panels is the new book. And it's published by Fantagraphics. Go to Fantagraphics.com for information. Uh, Get yourself one. Uh, And uh, Mark, your website is LaughPicks.com. And Paul is PaulKarasikComics.com if folks want to just go crazy uh, on the web. One of the things about Bushmiller is what he was doing was so different from every other comic. When you look down on the page, his, you know, Nancy really stands out because of its graphic elements, but it it doesn't seem like he was working in some sort of postmodern idea. It was just his simple idea of let's serve the gag at every point, you know, every turn was about serving the gag. Well, it's been famously said that if you take a look at a comics comics page from the newspaper, that it's harder not to read Nancy than it is to read Nancy. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know until I read the book that he worked from the last panel backwards, and it makes perfect sense because so many of these, you could sort of almost like a New Yorker cartoon, just just print the last panel, and it, and it's just as funny, sort of, because you know what, what happened before. Just as funny, but not as satisfying. The thing about Bushmiller... Uh, is that, yeah, you can isolate that last panel, it'll work it as a gag, but the little journey that he takes you through to get there is such a pleasurable experience to the mind that that uh, it's uh, much richer than just the isolated last panel. We try to illustrate in that book just the mechanics behind that little microsecond journey that your brain takes to get to the gag. The foreword of the book is by Jerry Lewis, and uh, how did you... Get Jerry involved. That, that's that's a long, <laughs> a long and twisted uh, story in its own right. And uh, if anyone's really interested in this long and twisted story, you can go online and uh, on the Boing Boing website. We tell the story of procuring the uh, forward from Jerry Lewis. You just boing go Google search boing boing Jerry Lewis how to read Nancy you'll get it. Not only did uh, Jerry Lewis write the forward, we actually got him to write it twice. And for this, we have to acknowledge a debt uh, to our dear friend Drew Friedman for uh, providing some very important information on the subject. Gotcha. Okay. I, 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 as soon as we, uh, as soon as the show's over, I'm going to go to boing boing and 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 look up this the rest of the story, Paul. 
Karasik and Mark Newgarden, thank you guys. This is, like I said, this book is a, is a real treasure and part of, uh, it should be part of everybody's Nancy library. But it's good for, you know, Nancy fans, comic fans, art fans, uh, just folks interested in artistic analyses. Students of comics, teachers of comics, librarians. <laughs> and we'd also like to point everyone to the How to Read Nancy website, which is now up and active um, for more information about where we'll be doing events and more information about the book. Yeah, and it's December 13th, Society of Illustrators uh, in Manhattan. And I'm gonna, I have all these links on the playlist for today's program. If folks just head to wfmu.org slash Michael, find today's playlist, and all of these links will be are, are there. Uh, I also want to just say that you, you get extra points because the book is perfect. It's absolutely beautiful. It's large. It's easy to read. It's laid out with excruciating detail. You can tell, like I said at the beginning, you can just tell how many hours uh, of of not saying yes to anything less than perfect uh, were put into this. So uh, I'm, I'm well, thank you very much. You know, if we decided to do a book on Ernie Bushmiller and Ernie had a credo, which was to do it right. And uh, we tried to, uh, we tried to live up to the high standard that Bushmiller set. I think you've done it, gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much. And we're going to hear from Nancy Sinatra now. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Daddy, they call hard times. Friday's child, that's me. Friday's child, born a little ugly. Friday's child, good looks past her Something look like nothing Friday's child am I Child, they'll forget to bury 